Tribe. Welcome to the Black Woman Reborn podcast special series, The Eternal Revolution of Black Love. We are your hosts, Shara, Shakina, and Jessica. In this series for this season, we are unpacking what Black love is, why it is so important to our community, and ways to show up as our full and best selves in all of our relationships. This will be quite the journey, Tribe, and we have a lot to cover. So let's jump in. Hey, Tribe. Welcome back to Black Woman Reborn, the Black Love Series. As always, I'm here with Shara and Jessica. Hey, ladies. Hey. Hey, ladies. I'm excited to get into this episode. Absolutely. So today, Tribe, we're going to be talking about the toxic mindset. Last episode of the Black Love Series, we had special guests on. And thanks again to Miss Regina Grace, licensed therapist, who came dropping jewels for us to talk about Black love, to also make sure that we are doing the things to accomplish Black love, not just for ourselves, but for the people that are around us, our tribe members. Before we get into this episode, tribe, we want to remind you once again that when we're talking about Black love, we are not just talking about Black love with your significant other. We are talking about Black love with our parents, Black love with our children, Black love with our community, Black love with our co-workers. Getting rid of that crabs in the bucket mentality overall, but making sure that we are shedding love and peace and having healthy relationships, period. And another thing I think is important to remind everyone of is the series that we are doing on Black love We thought it was very important for us to start this series off, which we, you know, may or may not continue on next season. We'll see how it go. But definitely we wanted to start this season off talking about self. You know, that's where we start with Black love, whether it's Black love as a parent, with your relatives, with your significant other, with your cat. I don't know. I don't know what y'all have going on out there in the tribe. Whatever Black love means for you. It needs to start with self. So that's why we are spending a lot of time delving into how do we actually work on our inner well-being so that we can actually love correctly. So getting into today, toxic mindset. You saw the episode titles, but what does that mean? I think we all have a general idea of what toxicity is and we are so prone to call people toxic, but what does that really mean? And we're not even going to focus on who auntie, who mama, who daddy, who best friend is toxic. We're going to focus on ourselves and identifying what is toxic and what is not. So the definition of toxic mindset is in general, a broad definition is harmful negative thoughts, like consistent harm harmful negative thoughts and fixating on those thoughts instead of like thinking other thoughts that may be more productive to your lives. And these thoughts kind of overtake you. And these thoughts, more importantly, really influence your actions and your behaviors. I'm going to drop a couple for y'all, Jess and Shara, just into the tribe of some things that you can be cognizant of when being toxic. So if you're addicted to drama, that's where that's TV drama, that's drama in your life, drama, addiction to drama, excessive jealousy, frequent arguments. You always arguing with somebody else thinking it's them, but it's really you, sis. It's really you, tribe. Recognizing that. Always trying to change other people. Working overtime to fix relationships. So we have to recognize, too, that sometimes it may not be us as well. But if we're addicted to drama, 
we know that this person is very dramatic and brings a lot of drama to ourselves, but we're always trying to cultivate something better. Not being toxic, sometimes just letting that go. So those are just a couple of things. There's many more that I know that tribe you guys can look into and know and be able to point out. Those are just some that we decided to hit on. We're going to jump right into talking about some of our toxic traits that we have and that we go into with relationships. One of mine that I would say, Shar and Jess, is trying to, out of this, what we talked about, trying to fix um, relationships that are broken already. You know, just putting a lot of energy into that and sometimes not being poured into the same way that I'm pouring out. And then the other thing I would say is another toxic trait that I have is after I have moved on from something, being afraid of something new. And getting back into, you know, what's comfortable. So then my mind goes back to thinking of, you know, maybe that toxic relationship that I had that I know didn't mean me any good. But now I'm just still in that headspace because unfortunately it became comfortable for me. I will relate to like everything you just said. So for me on the list is definitely I'm a recovering fixer for sure. Okay. <laughs> recovering because I'd like to think that I have grown with that and I'm still checking in with myself to make sure I'm not doing that. With the going backwards, I tend to sometimes catch myself fixating on an ex and things we went through and things Mm -hmm. we experienced. And even though in my head, rationally, I know Mm -hmm. that that is toxic, you know, you find yourself doing it. So trying to get out of that habit of going, oh, well, me and my ex did this. And is it going to be this way with this new man? You know, going back to all of that, you just want to stay in the present. But, you know, it's a hard thing to stay in the present all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Very hard to stay in the present. And related to both of your toxic traits, one of mine is just being an overthinker. Like I'm naturally a thinker. I was that child that my parent, you know, would say I would sit in a corner and I would think and they were like, what is she thinking about? She's only five. That was me. So I'm still that way. I was, you know, naturally a type of person who would sit in the quiet and just think. And, you know, I over plan, I overthink. And I find that, you know, in relationships, whether again, the broad definition of Black love, whether that's my significant other, relatives, friends, I tend to overthink a lot. So that may be we had a disagreement. I'm the one who's like mauling over it. Oh man, did I say that the wrong way? Or did I raise my voice? Or could I have reacted better? I overthink. I'm overthinking the possibilities. I'm overthinking the what ifs. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. And it's a very toxic thing. Because again, when it comes to your toxic mindset, it really starts with the thoughts that you are allowing yourself to think. And one of the things that I have learned over the past is that we don't give ourselves enough credit over the amount of control that we have on how and what we think. Like we have control over the thoughts that we think. And I still struggle with that. Just like you said, Jeff, you're a work in progress. And I know, Shakina, you always say that. I am definitely a work of progress in regards to that because I know how important it is. Your thoughts directly affect your emotions. And one of the things I want to point out is how there's a lot of research in this field on how emotions affect you physically. And there is a direct correlation between your emotions and your physical well-being and how emotional distress, especially, especially prolonged emotional distress, makes individuals more vulnerable to physical illness. Like this is a real thing. 
science, you know, a lot of psychologists have studied this and the broad term for it is mind-body connection. So if you're interested in looking that up, it's called mind-body connection. And basically that's just a full explanation of how your body responds directly to the way you think and how you feel. So, you know, as we're talking about this and, you know, hopefully you guys are kind of thinking, well, what is my toxic trait? And you're identifying that in yourselves. You want to know that this is why we're having this episode. Recognize what they are. We're going to give you some tools and some tricks and some things that you can do to combat those because your toxic mindset can literally deteriorate your physical being. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just getting into being able to break some of those toxic patterns that we have, you have to first recognize when you yourself are being toxic. Recognizing that, owning that, if somebody points it out to you, because we did talk a lot last episode about self-checking. Self-check yourself. And if somebody else is checking you, recognize that it doesn't have to be hurtful or harmful or they're not coming from a hurtful or harmful place by letting you know some of the things that you're exhibiting. Understanding why you are stuck in a cycle of toxicity. Making sure this is something that Therapist Regina Grace talked about a lot, and this was healing underlying trauma. A lot of times we're not healing from our past. We're not talking about our past. We're not going to a licensed therapist or psychologist. Sometimes some of us may need a (laughs) psychiatric help, whatever it is. We're not dealing with that. We're not investing in ourselves to get the internal help that we need. A lot of this stuff It's not going to be fixed on the outside. We need to work on it from the inside out. I think one of the, some immediate things that anyone can do when they are recognizing toxic traits and trying to combat them is identifying someone in your life who you absolutely trust, who's non-judgmental, who's objective, who you could talk to. A lot of times, you know, we get into our heads. Using me, for example, I overthink. So instead of sitting there on my couch, you know, with my glass of wine, you know, Mary Jane, Paul in the background on the TV, on Netflix, and I'm sitting here overthinking something that happened a year ago and cringing, whatever that may be, talking to someone, talking it out. You know, if you don't have the resources to get a therapist, like find that one person. And sometimes that one person is like not your closest friend. (laughs) Remember, I said non-judgmental and objective. Find someone who you can be like, you know what? I need to get this out of my head. And what I found is when I do that, that person kind of like checks me. It's like, girl, you crazy. Why you think that? And then kind of give me the things that I need to hear to combat those thoughts. One thing that comes to mind that you always talk about is writing journaling things down. I like to use that journaling and just writing down what my thoughts and feelings are and getting them out on paper. And I think sometimes then when you get it out on paper, you realize, dang, (laughs) I'm in these patterns right now and I got to get out of these patterns. So I think that's key. And sometimes I I don't even call it journaling, just writing, you know, because some people get kind of scared of that journaling word. So just put some thoughts on paper, scratch some stuff out and, you know, start there. And you brought up a good word, pattern, right? I think that's part of this is that recognizing your patterns. When do you normally start to you know, have these thoughts. When, if we're using another example that Shakina brought up when she talked about how do you identify if you have toxic traits or not. And one of the things was, I think you said, like always been the type of person who's getting into arguments, like identifying that pattern 
when does that normally happen? Because I feel like you can't really work on breaking those patterns until you kind of identify, okay, in, in what place, in what mind state am I in? You know, for me, I overthink when I'm normally alone. My kids are gone. I'm here by myself. You know, it's quiet in the house. And here comes that devil in the blue dress on my left shoulder. Like, think about that one thing that happened five nights ago and think about it for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, but you have to identify where your patterns are so that you can break it. But on the opposite end of that, form a healthy habit. So like, you know, journaling or putting thoughts on paper is one, but maybe it's like exercising more. So when you find yourself getting into that pattern of thinking and going down that road, is it, you know, I'm going to do arts and crafts. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to call up someone who I haven't heard in a while. I don't know. Read, you know, so just form a healthy habit is also a great way to combat toxic ways of thinking or toxic mindset. I do want to <laughs> say, don't call your ex though. We, we did. <laughs> We're not calling our exes. That's a toxic pattern too. (laughs) Absolutely. Think about it. That's a whole episode in season two, okay? Honey, honey, that's guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because one or two things are going to happen. You're either going to call crying, tell them how much you miss them, or you're going to call cussing them out. And we're trying to get the toxicity out of it. And Um, it's going to leave you in the worst place before you (laughs) talk about it. The things we do. The thing that I heard you say, Shara, is when you get into that mindset doing something else. I just recall the other night, I had all these different thoughts going on in my mind, and I turned on the music. I turned on the music and I listened to songs and started singing, but something that could like pump me up. So it is really important when you get into those spaces in your mind mentally to change your atmosphere. So if you're just sitting still, mate, then maybe you need to get up and do something. You know, that's really good. I think bringing up the music thing is so good and people don't realize how powerful that is. Like changing the music, changing what you're digesting is what I guess I'll say. That really just covers it all. Whether it's the books that you're reading, whether it's the music that you're listening to, whether it's the TV shows that you're choosing to listen to. Like you may say I'm not toxic and I don't like drama, but girl, you're watching real lives of something every night. Shade Room is on the top five of your list that you check every day. You know, what social media accounts are you watching? So this is the type of stuff that should cue you in. Like, well, wow, maybe I do like a little bit drama. And, you know, you're always trying to get a cup of tea. So just kind of, you know, recognizing that as well. Like, you know, we're trying to break these toxic traits that we have identified, you know, identify the pattern um, and then really just kind of be very clear and truthful with yourself. Like, okay, if I'm trying to break that, maybe I do need to unfollow these people or maybe I don't need to listen to this music or maybe I don't need to watch this television program so you know I think that's important as well yeah Shara I you said a mouthful there I couldn't agree more I noticed what I listen to and absorb and read and everything can either make or break me some days you know depending on what yeah that one song that puts you in a peaceful space and then that next song you like you about to go drive (laughs) you about to go drive (laughs) I bust the windows on his car. <laughs> right. To the left, to the left. Next it's thing so 
Oh, but in all seriousness, ladies, Shakin and Shara, you know, I was thinking of a couple more tools that I use personally that are really impactful. And so I just want to mention those definitely before we go. One is affirmations. I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, but man, when you really do it, I can say firsthand, it really changes my aura, my energy just how I feel for the day. So consistently, I do have to say that because you do it for a few days, it doesn't usually work. This is something that you have to continue on. So what I've been told or learned is that you do it for 20 to 30 days. And then of course you want to make it a lifestyle, but you know, that's at the very least, you need to do it that long to see an adjustment in just I totally believe in affirmations. I use them as well. Jess, could you share one of your affirmations with with us in the trial? I can't. I A simple one is I am worthy of love. I am worthy of care and I love myself. That's a good one. That's a good one. So we're going to give y'all some quick tips. I know that Jess gave y'all some daily affirmations, some things that I'll tell you guys I have worked on as well to kind of stop being toxic myself would be to come with peace with change sometimes, like being okay with whatever has happened, whether it was something bad, somewhere I wanted to be that I'm no longer there, a breakup, being okay with that. Taking small steps, like everything wrong was not built in a night. Know that your toxic behavior is not going to be built overnight. And then I prioritize and plan a lot of things now. Going back to what Shara said earlier about writing things down, so did Jess. Guys, you can ask a tip and a trick Write down weekly goals. Make sure that you are celebrating your accomplishments. And last but not least, from my end, I would say reminding ourselves of the toxic habits that we are leaving behind. Because sometimes we don't want to talk about that stuff. And no, actually, we need to bring it up to make sure that it stays far away from us. And the last thing I'll add from my uh, point of view is, you know, one of the things that we talked about in our last episode with Regina was how a big part of this inner work and a big part of Black love is recognizing how you choose to communicate with people. How do you show love in regards to how you communicate with people? So I will leave you with checking how you communicate with your loved ones. Again, family, friends, your significant other, the words that you're choosing. You know, we already know like a conversation and an argument can blow up and become toxic real quick. You know, you're using certain words that you don't need to use. You're bringing up stuff that you don't need to bring up from the past. So when you are communicating with your loved ones and you are trying to combat toxic ways of communicating, think about this, you know, are the words that I'm using kind, are the words that I'm using necessary, and are the words that I'm using true? So think about those three words when you are specifically in heated, heated discussion, okay, arguments. You know, think about how you choose to communicate with people and making sure that it's not toxic. And I'll say the last about what you just said. Try to steer away when you're upset from texting because that can get misconstrued a lot. And behind the phone, sometimes we have a little more oomph than we normally would, you know, talking to the person directly or even over the phone. Jakina, I think that's a huge one. What I, my trick, and I'm sure you ladies have done this. We've, we've all heard of that, you know, where you text and then you keep it in the draft and nine times out of 10, I delete it. But, you know, sometimes you read it back and you're like, oh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but nine times out of 10, I end up deleting it anyways, but just getting it out, keep it in the draft, wake up tomorrow. My rule is 
if I still feel like it's okay to send it tomorrow, send it. But usually I read it and I'm like, no, that was extra. <laughs> so ladies, you know, we, gosh, we could go on and on, but we are almost out of time. Can I just say, I want to end us with this. I feel like this episode represents what we've talked about before offline and online. I think I said it the first episode, love without all the toxic stuff. That needs yeah. to be a hashtag. So after this episode, I just want to end with, we need to just set a goal of love without all the toxic stuff. Well, ladies, gosh, I'm so sad, but our time has come to an end. And so Tribe, here's what we want, because I know me and the ladies talked about this before the show. We would love to encourage you guys and challenge you to pick one of those things from that list that Shakina mentioned um, that you can do to stop those toxic self-behaviors, whether it's writing, affirmations, music and books. Pick one of those things from that list so that you can help yourself, right? Because we encourage and hope that everybody will help by helping themselves. They're going to love better. Okay. So the next time you listen, we want to hear what you chose in the challenge and if it's helped you. So please, please come back to the comments after you listen to this and you've done the challenge for a few days, come back and make some comments and tell us what you chose and why and how it's going. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, we will see you soon, Tribe. For this episode, like, comment, and share this podcast episode on whatever platform you are listening from. Are you on social media? Let's keep the conversation going, Tribe. We are at The Black Woman Reborn on IG and Facebook. Don't forget, we upload the Black Love Series episode every second Sunday of each month. We also upload the Black Woman Reborns podcast episodes every first and third Friday of each month. See you at the next tribe meeting.